Well, g'day trendsetters. Welcome to episode 519 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website transmove.com or send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. You know, and while you're on the website, have a little look around. I posted a new blog about Matty Heyman before he won his Paris-Roubaix race. As I mentioned in last episode, I wrote that more for myself than, than you guys, and you'll probably find a lot of what I post on on my website's probably written, you know, for me, by me, sort of thing, just little reminders. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy. I'll just get straight into today's question because I started gibbering yesterday and didn't stop gibbering. Well, last episode, I should say. Uh, today's question comes from Isaac, who writes, On the 24th, there will be an Olympic distance triathlon that I would like to do. Uh, this past Sunday, I completed my first 70.3. What steps in training should I follow? And uh, what should... Easy for me to read. Uh, what steps in training should I follow? For... Can you guys hear that plane going over the top? Must be about to hit my bloody chimney. Fair income. Just trying to look out the window. Um, yeah, what steps should I follow for the next month so that I can recover properly and be in good race shape for the Olympic distance triathlon? So that's a cool question. So you've got the fitness. So worrying about distances isn't, you know, you, you know you can do it. You're 70.3. Um there's not a lot of time there, so you can't be working on, you know, trying to get faster. The ideally, is you have a, a, a good, solid recovery week. So generally, we're, I know it's a bit too late now because it's we're talking it's Thursday. But if you've got such short notice, generally, or you're trying to recover faster, you generally do an easy, easy, easy spin the next day after your 70.3 on the bike for between one to two hours, depending on your level of fitness. Um, and I've mentioned it on the podcast a, a ton of times. Kettle Evans describes what an easy ride is so, so beautifully, where he goes, whatever gear you think you need, go one easier. And these are where easy rides... Also, I like I I used to have them um, used to, used to ride them on people's programs, but found they never did them. Um, they'd just do an easy ride, and that's it. But I'd call it a coffee shop ride because your best bet would be to pick a coffee shop that you can ride super easy, forty five minutes away, go all the way there, have a cuppa, and then and super easy ride back. So that would be that. And then you'd have one, maybe two days off, fully off recovery. And then you do an easy swim, easy bike, easy run throughout the week. And just say you're just having a nice, easy recovery week. So then you're looking at about another two, two weeks where you can ramp things up just to maintain. You're not worried about volume. You're not worrying about to go out for a four-hour bike ride or a two-hour run or anything. You're just trying to maintain the level of fitness you've got. So I'd be keeping your program as is. You can go back um, you know, four weeks before, three weeks before your 70.3 and start replaying that, but not worrying too much about the, the volume as much as you are... Um, just getting a little bit of intensity into it. You don't want to go over the top because you don't want to get injured. 
Um, and you don't want to be, you know, if you're doing, um, as part of your program, you're doing one mile repeats. Or go, and you think, well, crap, I've got an Olympic distance coming up in four weeks. I might just go out and pump out a heap of 400s at a track. If you're not used to it, you've got to be very controlled with the pace you, you're doing. Um, so, for, for example, your, let's say your um, 7.3 race pace, and everything's been dedicated around this pace, for instance, or, or effort. Let's say you're, you're trying to do a 145 during your 70.3, so 5-minute K pace, and you think you can do um, 4.45 K pace for this Olympic distance, for instance. Um Going out, um, running much faster than 4.30, 4.40k pace, somewhere around there, running much faster. I wouldn't be aiming to run faster than 4.30k pace, for instance, not not with this level of time you've, you've got. So I'd be just, all you're trying to do is keep your tool sharpened. And I would, instead of having a, a long taper into into it, maybe just on race week, having Monday, you know, having two days off during the week. Let's say you take Monday off and Thursday off, and the rest you just nice, easy, little bit of little bit of efforts just to keep keep yourself sharp. But I'd be definitely training the two days before the Olympic distance. Or so your body doesn't, you know, just go go to sleep and, and shuts down. But trying to keep things very similar, your body's been used to a particular system, so you you haven't got a lot of room to play time wise to to be changing things much. So I'd be kind round about go back three three four weeks before your seventy point three and just keep repeating that. But you, you wouldn't need to go on four hour bike rides. You could just do that. You could just go out for a two-hour bike ride, and maybe towards the end of the two-hour bike ride, just add a few four-minute efforts, just just to just to get the body enjoying a little bit of little bit of oomph. So, I hope that helps. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmove.com, or just send me through an email, Tim at trainsmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo!